Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals fall flat outside as the East race starts to constrict around them. NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman joins us this morning and a day of practice today, Detroit in town tomorrow night. Good morning, everybody. Today is Monday, February 20th. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way. In a Capital One Arena, the fourth outdoor game in Capitals history Saturday night at Carter-Finley Stadium ended up being the first game outside to land in the loss column. After a 4-1 setback against the Carolina Hurricanes, Jesperi Kotkaniemi starting the scoring just 2-11 into the first period before the Canes scored three times in the second. Paul Stastny, Marty Natchez, and Tavo Teravainen all scored against Darcy Kemper. Tom Wilson would score the only goal for Washington midway through the third period, wrecking a shutout bid for Carolina's Freddie Anderson. The loss was Washington's fourth in a row, dropping them into ninth place in the Eastern Conference race, and the Caps are quickly running out of racetrack if they don't start to stack up points soon. More on the standings in the week upcoming in a moment. But first today, a tip of the cap to an outstanding show outside put on by the Hurricanes and the NHL. The 38th outdoor game in league history was a terrific show on Saturday, a military flyover, lots of fireworks, more than 56,000 people on hand, and many fans from Maryland, D.C., and Virginia making the trip down. There were tailgaters everywhere starting early afternoon on a sunshine-filled day in North Carolina. While the game itself wasn't great from a Caps perspective, the event itself was a terrific celebration of our sport and a long time coming for the Carolina franchise. 25 years they've been in North Carolina now. It hasn't always been a smooth ride for them with peaks and valleys in terms of attendance and interest. But on Saturday night, it was perhaps outside a Stanley Cup win in 2006, the greatest moment in franchise history. Before the game on Saturday, I chatted about the night and more with NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman. Well, Commissioner, very glad to have you with us here as we sit along ringside here in Raleigh. What a show this is. We took the school buses in here. This fan base is so pumped up for this. How excited are you to see this finally come to fruition after a couple of years of planning? You know, it's great. You know, we had to take a little bit of hiatus on some of our events during the pandemic. But when you think about outdoor games, and particularly tonight, I think about the Winter Classic in Washington. uh, And I also think about the fact that if I would have told you 25 years ago that there would be 57,000 people in North Carolina at an outdoor hockey game, you'd never believe it. It speaks to this market's evolution from the beginning in Greensboro and coming here and all of that. And you look around here, everybody in the parking lot, the tailgating, the passion for this franchise at an all-time high. And good for Carolina for putting on a great show here. Oh, it's, it's been sensational. The fan reaction to this team. Uh, Pete Carmanos had a vision by bringing the Whalers here, but what Tom Dundon has done 
with this team on and off the ice has been nothing short of incredible and the fan reaction uh, in this market has been great and you know this is a great sport to market the triangle a lot of competitive sports because of all the colleges this team as the only professional team here is the unifying factor for the triangle from a sports standpoint for us, for all of us, not just the Capitals. Thrilled to be here, a wonderful night, but we're missing Alex Ovechkin, and a shame that, unfortunately, he's not able to be with us tonight. Well, and obviously, everyone's condolences go out to Alex and his family on his dad's passing. And, you know, I know the Capitals, Ted Leonsis has told him, you know, take what time you need with your family, and we'll be here when you get back. 37 times you've been outside for an outdoor game, National Hockey League. I got to imagine for you it's a big thrill every time and it never gets old. Uh, it is a big thrill and we love our big events, whether it's the all-star game or the outdoor games, because it, it really energizes a market and it gives our fans yet another way to connect with our game. And, and it's importantly, the players have a great time playing these games. Winter Classic Stadium Series, is it kind of the sweet spot to do this a couple of times a year? Is there any appetite for adding a couple, or is this about right, do you think? Typically, we do either two or three outdoor games, depending on whether or not we're doing a Heritage Classic game in Canada. Uh, and this is about right. You don't want to overdo it, uh, but it is something when we schedule them that everybody looks forward to when they look at the schedule. Last one for you. This going through all the league did with the pandemic and all of the challenges to be back more or less than normal. I know at broadcast meetings in September was the first thing that you addressed and it was just nice to have a normal season now that we're coming down the home stretch. How much fun has this season been as a whole for you for the NHL after what was charitably not a lot of fun the last couple of years managing all that? Listen, the pandemic was not a lot of fun for everybody and I don't just mean the NHL and I don't mean just sports for everybody it was a tough time an unusual time uh, a time that was difficult for everybody uh, but we're finally back on schedule and it feels great and the season we're having is incredibly competitive uh, look at the races that uh, the Caps are in, you know, down the stretch to make the playoffs. So it feels good to be back. Our buildings are full uh, and the game is great. And we got to this point because of great cooperation from the teams, the players, the Players Association, uh, ownership, uh, and most importantly, our fans. Commissioner, we're so grateful the Capitals were involved in this terrific event. Thanks so much for joining us here. Hey, thank you, and thanks for all you do to bring the game close to our fans, particularly those who support the Capitals. Our thanks to the Commissioner for joining us on Saturday with the outdoor game now in the rear view. The new week begins for the Capitals with an air of urgency and even desperation. Only 24 games remain in the regular season. And the team is on the outside looking in at the top eight for the first time since early December. Pittsburgh this morning holding the first wild card spot in the East with 63 points. The New York Islanders are in the second spot. They also have 63. The Caps are in ninth with 62. Florida also with 62 points, but in 10th place. And Buffalo is in 11th with 60. But the point totals don't tell you the whole story. The Sabres have four games in hand on the Caps and a head-to-head -head meeting with Washington coming up Sunday in Western New York. Pittsburgh has three games in hand on the Caps as well, 
There is a little bit of good news. Washington actually has a game in hand now on both the Islanders and the Panthers. But none of that's going to matter if the wins and points don't start coming for Peter Laviolette's team soon. There's only 48 points left to get out there for the Caps. To have a reasonable shot of getting in, you're probably looking at needing 95 points. That's been our theoretical benchmark for a while here. To get to that point, the Capitals must take 33 of the final 48 points available, that is a 688 points percentage that the Caps must play at the rest of the way. For perspective, the team has only played 534 hockey for the entire season. It's got to get a lot better right now, or it's entirely possible that Washington's going to be sellers instead of buyers in advance of the March 3rd trade deadline. Oh, there's one more team to add to the Eastern Conference mix, and we'll see them tomorrow night at Capital One Arena. The Detroit Red Wings, who had a five-game winning streak snapped Saturday in Seattle, will come to town tomorrow night with 60 points. Yeah, they're in 12th place, but they're only two points back of the Capitals, and they also have three games in hand on Washington. The Wings certainly see this game as a huge opportunity, and Washington's going to have to be ready for a desperate Detroit team that still fancies itself as a playoff possible. More on that here on the show tomorrow as the Caps return to practice in Arlington later this morning. It's the Capitals and the Detroit Red Wings tomorrow at 7. Airtime will be at 6.45 on 106.7 The Fan and Caps Radio 24-7. Heard at CapsRadio247.com. Have a great Monday, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.